y'all. It's Carmen and Brian, and you're joining us for the Let's Be Real podcast as we continue our discussion on godly family structure. So just to start off, what's a, what's a nervous, what's something you do when you're nervous? Play with my beard. <laughs> you know what I do? What? I pick at my fingernails. Is that why I have so many fingernails in my truck? Yeah, you said that the other day, didn't you? Yeah. You saw me picking at my nails and you said, don't do it. I got a bunch of them out of my truck the other day. Anyway, just thought that'd be a fun way to start this. But today the husbands are in the hot seat as we continue talking about, like I said, the godly family structure. Um, We find that in Psalm 128. So, Brian, we're going to be focusing in on Brian and his role as a husband. So, be real, what's a husband fail that has happened to you? I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of them. <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't have one that you th- can think I mean, of? Thanks for the heads up on that. I did. I showed it to you. It's not in my notes. <laughs> All right. What about a husband triumph? I could think of some. Okay, well, say, I don't know, because you didn't give me a heads up on this stuff. So, like, bringing flowers home, that's a good one. Okay, what about a fail? I can't think of any fails. I can't. I just don't want to say it <laughs> for a million people to hear. <laughs> but you do fail. Failed We're gonna this, ask I failed this one time on, on a special day. Okay. Yeah, your friend Rhonda, you and Rhonda have a joke about oh, that. Oh, yep. That's a definite fail. Yep. Celebrate special days is all we're going to say about that, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe Rhonda's listening. She can, <laughs> she'll know. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on. Sorry I sprung that on you. I thought you had seen that before. I, I just know the questions. Okay. So we're going to read Psalm 128. I'm going to, we've got several scriptures to read. I'm going to read them and then Brian's going to um, bring out some highlights. So Psalm 128 uh, says, Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your sons will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem May you live to see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Okay, so what about that is applicable to um, the role of a husband? Okay, I think about, uh, in those verses, I thought about following God um, and that he's the true head of the home. It's pretty much like what we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. about how God being first priority in our lives. Okay, the next scripture is, what do you have next? Genesis? Genesis 2, 18 through 25. Okay. And that says, The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air. He brought them and he brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the air, and all the beasts of the field. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord caused the man 
to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the man, from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her into he sorry, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. The man and his wife were both naked and felt no shame. Okay? All right. So um, our pastor actually talked about these verses this morning in his sermon. Um, I think what comes out of those is that a man needed a helper um, to help him through life. And it says that woman was formed from the side, not from the head to be over the man or not from the foot where the man could crush the woman or not from the back Mm -hmm. where she would be behind him, but on the side where, um, on the side where he protects her. Cool. All right. Um, our next scripture is Ephesians 5. Um, what do I have? Verse 23 through 33. Okay, 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds it, he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Okay. okay, those, huh? Mm-hmm. So I think out of those verses, Christ gives us a perfect example of how um, between him and the church. So we can definitely relate that to a husband and wife, where the husband is head of the family, but in turn, he is to, to love, love, love the family in return. Mm-hmm. Okay. And possibly even sacrificing himself for his family. Right. And the last ones are 1 Peter 3. 3, 7 through 9. Okay. Mine starts over here. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing, because this is this, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Okay, out of these, I think 
the main important things is respect your wife. Um, do good. Um, you want to live in harmony and be sympathetic. And love and compassion and humble. Those are good qualities to have um, as a man or, or, or as a wife. Great values and characteristics to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I got a question for you. Then. Okay. So what is the goal of a marriage? The goal of a godly marriage? Um, I would say after reading these and, you know, the things that we know, especially out of Ephesians passage, is that marriage is a reflection of Jesus's relationship with his church. And I think as married couples, that should be our ultimate goal is that we reflect back to, you know, to the world. The world would see our marriage and they would say, okay, I can see how Jesus relates to the church because these two people are are patterning their lives after that. It's kind of how I see that. Um, You know, for a husband, it's a protector and provider. That's your specific role. Mine would be to nurture and to take care of the home and to be your helper. Um, And I think when we have our two roles, we know what our roles are and we're doing them and we're staying in our lane, so to say, then that is going to have a, we're going to have a stronger marriage because of that. Right. I don't need to try and go out and do what you're supposed to do. Um, That would be silly. Like cut the grass, right? Cut the grass. (laughs) All right. Describe the pressure of being considered the head of the house and a godly leader. What does that look like? Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Um, I, I'm, I guess, lose sleep a lot on just decisions that I know that have to be made or already have been made. Um, I think it's a, it's a, it's something that's true and that it has to happen. But um, it can be a lot of pressure at times uh, and be stressful at times. Mm-hmm. But as we've uh, talked about last week, if we you know, search and, and put God first and through prayer, of course, and reading of his word, that he's definitely going to help us through. Um, it might be a lot of pressure, but um, with his strength and power, we can, we can get through. Okay. Um. What should every Christian wife know about her Christian husband? We are not perfect. <laughs> we make mistakes. <laughs> okay. Um, but we do want to do what's best for the family mm-hmm. overall. Um, even though you might not think it at the time, we're, we're still, I, I want to think that we have the best interest of mm-hmm. that I have the best interest of the family at heart. Yeah, which goes back on to me as the wife to trust you, that has and to su- that submission that we're going to be talking about next week too. It's a mutual submission, but the wife has been asked to do that because sometimes in our nature, that's hard for us to do. But we got to trust you and know that you're doing the right thing. And you can't cry to get your way. No. It happens. It does. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's two weeks in a row I've apologized for that. Um, 
All right. How can a single man prepare for being a husband? Um, I think number one that I've thought about was to learn good communication. Um, you know, without communication, uh, good communication, I believe problems and arguments arise. Um, when you say that, that's a lot of our mm-hmm. issues if we have, so. we're not communicating well enough. And communications, not just words, too. Like Body We can language, have bi- yeah. bad communication through our facial expressions and our tone, our tone, and or just not even acknowledging that the other has said something or whatever. So, yeah, yep. yep. we've learned to lovingly call each other out, I guess, and yeah. to be a lot, a little less offensed. Of you know, what's the word? Offended, yeah, a little less offended with each other. Right. Early on, probably not. Right. <laughs> also, I think a single man. Like what we've been talking through this whole time is to love and follow God. Um, but like I said last week, it, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. That you've got to have your own personal time in prayer and and Bible study, um, and, and and follow those things. Now, with that being said, I also say that I don't know if you're ever really ready for marriage. It's yeah. just like what they've always said about children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think you're ready? Yeah, you ain't. Right. Just like with a marriage, mm-hmm. you ain't ready. Yeah. Because you've got your own issues, they got their own issues, and um, they may get on it may get on your nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I, have our own quirks that yeah. we just have to overlook. But I think as a it, as a marriage goes on, you grow into it and you just, you know, you let those things yeah. let those things grow. Or let them things go, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then you just grow into the marriage together. Yeah. Do you ever think, I just thought about this, that Adam was single. We don't know how long he was, but between him getting being created and Eve being created, he was single. Yeah. And what was what did God have him to do? He had him a job. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, not like a, just a secular have a job to bring home a paycheck, but you have purpose outside of the marriage, Right. That's how Adam was. He had a purpose outside of before Eve came. And I think a single man, that would be important for him to realize and embrace that. And for single women, too, we can talk about that next week, that your partner, your life doesn't start once you get married. You know, you've got that time of singleness, which is a blessing sometimes. That's right. Okay. Uh, What are three action steps that a husband can take today to become more like the husband that the scripture lays out? What if he's not, he's not fulfilling his role or has stepped into it fully? What can he do? Well, I think number one, he's got to step into that role. He's got to realize that he is head of the household um, and communicate that to his spouse, mm-hmm. to his wife, that, um, that that's it. That's, that's how God lays it out. Number one, you've got to realize that first and um, and take on that that role. Um, two, you know, to follow God. Um, I think you need to have a, a daily quiet time and prayer each day. Will definitely help with that. Um, number three, love. I guess, um, even though at times you may not want to and you're tired or whatever. Uh, just continue to 
to show that love that you love. Mm-hmm. Something simple as maybe just cooking dinner one night or doing the clothes mm-hmm. you know, that day or, or washing the dishes or, like you said, buying some flowers or some chocolate or something because, boy, I know you love chocolate. Yep. That, that makes you happy. Yes. Peanut butter m M&M, or peanut m and mm-hmm. Peanut m and yep. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, that those are my faves. That wins your heart. If you come to the door with that, although now with you working from home, I'm the one coming home, so I need to bring you goodies. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, well, and if a wife got down to it, she would, and I think, like we want, we want our husbands to be who they've who God's created them to be. We want them to be the provider and the protector. I think we get that from um, growing up in our father's home as children, that if our father was a, a godly man who provided and protected, yes, we want our husband to be that same, to follow that same pattern. So um, I appreciate you doing that and you do it well. So thank you. Okay. I think when all of that is, um, when the husband knows what his role is and he embraces it and um, does his best day in and day out, it makes for um, a really good home life. So in our home or in your home, if you're listening, is your home heavenly or hectic? That's the question I want to pose to you. Um, the husband leads in answering that question. Husbands, do you need to make changes? Do you need to step into the role mandated for you by God? We would encourage you to find a godly mentor who can help you in beginning this journey. Husband, if you're uh, patterning your life after God's word, consider coming alongside another husband to build him up and um, so we can all be better together. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, let's pray. I'll pray today. Oh, okay. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. God, thank you for Brian, for the um, man that he is. Um, Thank you that you have um, just come alongside him and he has followed you and he's um, decided to do that faithfully. And God, when he falls down, God, you pick him up and you show him grace. And thank you for that. Thank you for the provider and protector that he is for our family. And I pray that as his wife, I will always be able to um, be his helper and to, to help him feel appreciated and loved and respected. God, for the other husbands and wives that are out there listening, God, I ask that you would help them to build their life and their home um, and pattern it after what you've laid forth in Scripture. And I pray for the single man, the single woman. God, if you have marriage in their future, I pray that they would start today in a godly relationship um, with you and that when their spouse does come along, it will be a time where they can build each other up and not rely solely on each other for their identity, for, um, for their strength, but they will find that in you. And then the other will just um, be an added blessing. God, we love you and we thank you for this time and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, thank y'all for joining us today. We'll be back next week with another lesson, a talk about the wife 
in her role. You're kinda, in the hot seat. Yeah. So you get to ask the questions. Nice. Okay. You keep it real and true. I will. All right, y'all. Uh, check us out on where you listen to your podcast and on kingdomrock.org on their podcast network. And um, we'll see you next week. This has been Carmen and Brian. Go be real. The world needs to see it. Peace.